Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Cash Crew, what up, what up? It's your boy, Kids Man, here for another episode. Glad you guys came to join us. Before we get started, you know how we set this thing off. How you feeling, Vlad? I'm good. Welcome back to another week's episode here with Sports Cash and the Sports Cash Crew, where we talk everything sports and the business behind it. We have a jam-packed episode this week. We're going to be talking about conference finals Mm. of the NBA playoffs. But before we get started, we got some headlines to cover. First headline we got this week is J-Kid. J-Kid is leaving the Los Angeles Lakers as assistant coach and becoming the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. I think this is a good move for Dallas, especially they got that... Superb uh, superstar there and Luca the Don. Luca the Don. I think JK definitely going to help, you know, Luca's game go to the next level. Definitely, you know, they both are facilitators and, you know, they got they both got a good feel for the game. I definitely like that move for Dallas. Definitely. Jig in the house. My bad. You got, got, got to make sure y'all know Jig in the house too. What up? Yo, yo, yo. Second headline we got this week. Shakara Richardson. Um, she was... Caught. One mistake yeah. away from competing in this year's Olympics. Unfortunately, if you guys haven't known, Shakara Richardson has gotten tested for the use of marijuana. THC. So, unfortunately, they disqualified her for this year's Olympics, unfortunately. They suspended her for 30 days. Yeah. She's still running, though. Yeah. Oh, so it's confirmed she is still going to run? She can't run. The 100. Yes. Oh, she can't run. Okay, so. She's going to be in the relay. The she's going to relay. Okay, so, yeah. she, so she is going to be able to participate, just not in the 100. But well, we wanted to see her do. Exactly. Right. The main event. Right. But I don't know. I think the committee is going to have to look back on this. As you can see, the NFL and the NBA has loosened their restrictions just a little bit with this, and. We're not going to get too much into the policy, but there's a two sides to this. Most people feel like, you know, it's, confl- it's, conflicted. it's conflicted. Yeah. You know, some people feel like you should, you know, respect the rules. Some people say, hey, you know, it's not that bad as some other things that people do. But that's neither <laughs> here or there. We just hope, you know, she gets back in good terms and we get to see her dominate in her respective sport. Last but not least, this summer we got basketball once again with Team mm. USA. And Team USA finally put out their final 12-man roster, which is kind of interesting. A lot of young guys, and with a sprinkle of a couple of vets, we got Bam Adebayo, Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Damon Leonard, Kevin Love, Chris Milton, and Jason Tatum. Okay, it's a good little squad. You team USA going gold? Um, they could have went gold with the, the team rookie class. Chill out. Chill out. Chill Listen, out. I'm overseas the, basketball is much better than you think. I'm, I'm not. I'm not disrespecting them. I'm saying I believe that with the right coach and most of those rookies, we probably could still get gold. We're just definitely getting gold now. <laughs> I hope so. I think. I think the two people that topped it off was KD, KD <laughs> and um. What, Bradley? Nah, nah. Dane. 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 Oh, yeah. They got some hitters up there. Tatum. Yeah, that, Dane, that, that Tatum was, was huge KD. for me. Yeah, that, that's, that's when scary. that lineup is on the floor, that's it's going to be hell. And then, but, you know, and then this, they might, for the fun of it, throw Draymond on that little lineup. <laughs> but the only thing I don't like about this. <laughs> what? It's not a lot of size. A lot of wings. Yeah. Yeah. But not a lot but of size. But they think they can play diverse and small ball, mm-hmm. and they're going to able, be able to, to, to attack more mismatches on offense, and they're going to probably sacrifice a little bit of defense. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna because be, the, I, when you play against teams like this, like Spain, who got seven footers. But are those guys going to be able to hang with the scoring that Bradley Bill, Dame, and Kevin right. Durant, and Jason Tatum are bringing? But to the if table? you slow down the game, we all know that changes. You can't get up and down when the game is slowed down. That, that, none of those guys need up and down game. Kevin Durant does not need to be going up and down. Kevin Durant can methodically destroy you. <laughs> That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Dame on, on one leg. Dame shooting from half. Right. <laughs> he don't need that. He said, "Oh, you gonna you gonna drop down and prepare <laughs> to play defense? <laughs> the you ball over even, your head. <laughs> ball over your head. Play not now. even close." <laughs> It's crazy. So that's gonna be that's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great experience for those young guys. Which is, I wish they would have allowed more young guys. Like, I don't really think you need a guy like Kevin Love in this position right now. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Kevin Love. I, I appreciate. I, I know why they put him. I mean, he's a vet. He won gold with the 2012 team. Yeah. So it, it's. And I mean, it's cool, but I just don't. Him think, and KD is, you know, kind of those vets. That's real quick, be. do they not? Like, if like you would notice, but do they not 
bring the college kid anymore? No, no, nah, stop. stop. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, stop. I like it. <laughs> I, think, I think the college I think, kid. I think AD experience. was the last year they did. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I don't like it. Why? One, the college kid barely plays. That's one, and then two, how you get a gold medal and you didn't play one NBA game yet? Versus guys, I think that's fine. No, it's not. Versus then guys, Christian later win. Versus guys that's very much qualified to be on the team right. and that didn't make the roster, and then you let a rookie who just tradition. got drafted fuck tradition. No, I think I think it matters. This is why I think it matters, right? I think you give that college kid an opportunity to go be around professionals, right? Yeah, and, summer league. And learn. How many rookies are hanging around professionals during summer league? Hey, that's up to exactly. You so you no, get you get you. you get you get one chance. They make a special thirteenth spot for that college kid, right? Is then they're not taking a spot away from nobody right. because they're number thirteen. Right. They might not get to play, but they get to be around professionals and learn how to be a professional before they actually have to sit in the NBA. And I think that's invaluable experience that a lot of these young guys need because AD got to sit with the guy who's now his teammate. LeBron right. for a whole Olympic summer. Right. He was going to practice with these guys. He was getting seeds sprinkled the whole time. And we look at AD now, and we, we think he's a, a top 10 player at the very least. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it hurts the game to give guys an experience like that, even if they don't play. Because especially if they don't play, why not bring a college kid right. and be like, hey, you see how you see the work KD putting in before these games? Right. You see the work LeBron putting in but before then, these games? Who do you pick this year then? The number one pick, we don't know who that is yet. They they usually get a consensus. They figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I would be okay with any of those kids going into that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's the number one pick, because when's the draft? Isn't the draft this Thursday? The NBA draft? It's, ooh, that's a good question. No, the draft is after the finals. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, hey, the number one pick it is. Or one of those top three touted picks, because we already know who's going five. Yeah, for, I mean, I mean, we probably don't know the order, but we kind yeah. of have idea. So, so pick one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? If like, if it was my pick, I'm Jalen Green. You can get that 13 slot. And I would, I would love to see that. I, I think right. any of those young guys. I just think it benefits them, and they get to go to their team with a little bit more because you know, all rip, they're going to a bad team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, why not help these guys? Let me get you. Let you see what a win. Oh like. yeah, exactly. You for know the next saying? six, seven years, I think that's why it matters so much because they're going to a bad team more you than like. I agree. I agree. I like how you put that. There. That's a fact. But let's go ahead and move on to the bulk of our episode. Let go. We're going to touch base on conference finals, round three of the NBA playoffs. It's officially done. Mm. The last four teams standing has now become the last two. Mm. But before we go on to that, let's just uh, recap on the round three matchups. We can go ahead and start with me and you, Ken's, our team, the Atlanta Hawks. I'd like to take the bandit off as quickly as possible, so let's go ahead and discuss. I'm going to say this, and I, I don't know how or what bearing this has on anything at the moment, but I despise sports fans slash Hawks fans slash temporary Hawks fans who go on about Atlanta being Atlanta, we've never seen an Atlanta basketball team do this in Atlanta. That's a fact. All right? These guys are 23 and younger, and they gave us one of the most miraculous rides we've seen from a young team in a long time. Very, very reminiscent of uh, that young Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Mm -hmm. Terry Rozier team that got to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie Irving. And when guys are young, there's things that they don't have that it's harder to get over uh, the hump when you're that young. These guys are third. John Collins uh, was what in his fourth year. Trey yeah. Young in his third. Kevin Herter in his third. DeAndre Hunter, who was out since the Knicks series, in his second. Cam Reddish, who hasn't played in since. Second. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of youth in that core. And they was playing the sixth-round pick who didn't have an offseason mm-hmm. on Yaka. I mean, that sixth-round pick, but the number six pick on Yaka Okongwu, like, and he was giving us pretty decent minutes. He was. He was, he was balling. Yeah, he was. Right. Oh, well, he, was, he was hurt at the beginning of the he season. He knew that assignment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, he, he came and did what he had to do. The vets tried to step up, but we had vets that fit the pieces. And, they, they, you know, Lou Williams can't win you a series. He can win you a game. Mm-hmm. But he can't win you a series. Right. I agree. Kudos to the veteran strengths of the Milwaukee Bucks. Brooke Lopez showed up. Chris Milton showed up. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Showed, showed up. That time. team yeah. showed up. And then that, that mother. 
crazy eyes, Bobby Portis. (laughs) (laughs) This mother, he showed up, and I hate that guy. Damn, I wish he was still on the Knicks. (laughs) I can't stand (laughs) Hey, man, that's, that's... That's too serious, bro. We're not bringing them up. I just wish he was still in New York because that dude was giving us problems, bro. Like, it's John, John, Collins, John Collins did not know what to do with that, man. And, yo, the, the the Bucks really came out and we both teams lost their superstar. Mm-hmm. Yes, which got very interesting. Very right. Because I think the game, first game with them both out, Atlanta took that one. Yep. In, in, yeah, they, yeah. You know, in, in, in it's game no, four. Four, four, four. Yeah. yeah, they took that game in Atlanta. It was crazy. And then the game five. That's when, that's when we lost in Milwaukee. We lost in Milwaukee. And then game six, we lost at home. We lost at home. And it was, you know, it was, it was, I, it was a strong series for the young guys. It was a strong series for the winners. It made me appreciate basketball a lot more just to see, even though I'm a Hawks fan and the Hawks lost. Seeing the Bucks get to that place, that regardless of the injuries throughout the uh, playoffs, they made it to the finals, and people have been doubting Giannis, and I doubt Giannis because he doesn't have a lot of skill. I'm still doubting him, and I mean, I don't think there's nothing wrong with doubting him. I just, even with the doubts, his team, which I always say that the team is bigger than the superstar, unless you're on a LeBron James team, because it sucks for mm-hmm. y'all. Y'all better fig- figure it out, yeah. but. The team was good enough, you know what I'm saying? And because of Giannis's play, for me, it looks like the team has been great and in a lot of weird places held back because of Giannis. I was just about to say that. I was like, <laughs> I think they play better without Giannis, in my opinion. Which to me means Giannis, as good as he is, needs to figure out more how he needs to fit into the system. Versus That's going to be his assignment for learning this offseason. Well, I mean, he could be who he is if he had skill. Yeah. The fact that he doesn't have skill is what's holding him but he has a lot of tenacity he plays like a six man who you wish would start oh man that's that's literally what he is because it's like good for a two-time mvp it's it's not but because he's almost seven feet tall because he's so strong he's fast he's athletic he got a ridiculous euro he has all (laughs) these pieces of his of him who he is that's so great but it's like, damn, you still ain't really talented, my boy. <laughs> damn. This ain't it. <laughs> but you know what? The Bucks, the Bucks organization is a, a real-life example of you got to see it through, my boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And they did. And they in the final. Congratulations. They teeth. They got by. Congratulations. Say, if they didn't make it this year, that window would have been closed. That window would definitely been closed. And, and see, you know why I don't like that? Is because there are people who think that they know basketball who said the Hawks didn't make it this year. The window is closed for them. They're crazy. They're rich. But see, I, I feel like <laughs> using closing windows is unrealistic to me because, especially when you're talking about guys in their mid twenties. Not even in their mid twenties. You know what I'm saying? Like if Giannis was 34, I'd be like, hey, when that window got dang, somebody put some some tape on that <laughs> that dang close, but. I'm saying Milwaukee. Let me, not saying Giannis, because yeah. Giannis can leave Milwaukee. I'm yeah. saying with this team that they have, this little era run they're going through, that's what I mean. That one was closed. And see, I, I feel now, like- if they move pieces around or Giannis go to another team, then that's a whole different window. But for this core, for the past three, four years. Who's the core real quick? We're talking about Brooke Lopez, Giannis. Chris Milton, for right. the most part. I mean, okay. I, obviously, they added new pieces with P.J. Tucker and Drew Holiday this year. And Bobby Porter, so and, crazy out of ass. Bobby Porter's. But the main court, that, they've been on that run for about three, four years. That window is this year. That's it. If it don't, luckily, they beat the hump of getting off their back of getting out the Easter Conference, which... But see, yeah. and then this is why I, I was saying I don't agree, is because this Drew... Right, we, we we I think we would honestly be like their big three is Holiday, Middleton, Giannis. Yeah, it is yeah. now, but right? Holiday just got there this year. I'm talking about and that, and that, that's what I'm saying. Because Holiday just got there this year, I don't think the window will be closed just this year because they got two, they got three huge pieces mm-hmm. that really changed the dynamic of the team. Mm-hmm. PJ Tucker, Crazy Eyes, Bobby Portis, and Drew Holiday. You know what I'm saying? And are we gonna just give them one year? Before we start deciding to close the door on that team, when they just got they got PJ in the middle of the season, right. you know what I'm saying? I feel like you'd have to give that team at least two years because we realistically, mm-hmm. how many times have we seen a team get put together in one year and win a win a championship? Once, once, 
in, in, in our modern era, in, in the last 25 years of basketball, that was we, the Boston Celtics. That was the Boston Celtics. So, in reality, it takes teams a while to win. And a lot of times when teams start winning, they keep winning. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, okay, before we move on from that, do you honestly feel like Milwaukee's still elevating? I, I don't think Milwaukee has to elevate Hold on. at this point. And this is why I say this is why the window is getting closed. But they could elevate. They could they upgrade could, their point guard position. Are they? Do you honestly feel that Milwaukee's elevating or they will elevate next year? I think if Milwaukee if Milwaukee would have lost the series, they would have fired Coach Bud and they would have elevated. They would have got a better coach. Okay. So from the looks of it, he's still that coach. So that means I mean they might they they're gonna lose the in the finals and he's probably gonna get fired. Okay. So that so that so that means you the elevation feel, elevation is likely. But not guaranteed, right? I, nothing is guaranteed. It's the NBA. Yeah, but other teams at, at, at the beginning like, of the season, the Phoenix, Nets were guaranteed to go to the finals. And where they ass at? Well, they had injuries, but what that I'm happens is, to everybody. But what I'm saying is, you could see certain teams. Okay, they're elevating. Like Denver, they're elevating every year. Atlanta, they're elevating every year. I, I, I think Denver million. stayed the same. They didn't elevate at all. No, did you not see Michael Porter Jr. play? If Jamal Michael, Murray, Michael Porter Jr. played, and all he did was replace the kid that went to uh, Detroit. Jeremy Grant? I don't think so. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. job and Jeremy Grant's job is was two different jobs for Denver. But what what I'm saying is what they brought to the team, right? The the Jeremy Grant brought scoring rebounding. defense. No, not scoring. He was scoring rebounding. off the bench. He, he 16. was scoring, but the way he scored with Michael Porter gave you scoring on a perimeter. Jeremy Grant gave you a lot of scoring from and ones and putbacks. And and again, I think that was I think I still think that was their biggest problem, not resigning Jeremy Grant. Because you look at Jeremy when Grant Denver went to work this you, summer. Think yeah. about it, though. And last summer, my bad. He went to work last summer, and he looked like he could have been an all-star in Detroit. He could. but when And the they threw calls, him away for, what, $3 million? When the money calls, <laughs> you go. So they could have signed him. They chose not to. But now they're looking and say, hey, we got a future star in Michael Porter Jr. They're going to they keep him regardless. He's on a rookie no, contract. No, I understand that. But sometimes some teams rather let a certain player to go so they can elevate another player to a higher status. And and because of that, they were they were in the same place they were last year. Yeah, because Jamal Murray tore his ACL. We'll see next year. How about that? Yeah. We'll see next year when Jamal Murray gets healthy. Ne- ne- next year is not going to count as much because they're going to be two years removed from when they made the decision. Sometimes that's what it takes to finally see the repercussions of your decisions. Yeah. I think if the... KD's seeing it now. KD's about to go into his second year leading Golden State. Still haven't won nothing yet. But there was injuries. <laughs> it's part of the game. You see how crazy that is? Because you just used the injuries <laughs> as an excuse. And now, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand how people do that. But all right, all right. We, we, I'm with it. I'm with it. We'll see. But for sure, I got to say I'm proud of my Hawks. Very. I know many episodes ago I picked them as my dark horse. But I didn't see them competing this far and at this level. I'm more wow. than excited to see what's going to happen next year. Man, I'm going to say this one more time on air. And if you guys don't believe me, you're going to believe me later. A healthy Cam Reddish is going to put the league notice next year. You no know, matter of fact, he's going to be one of my contestants for most improved next year. I'm going to laugh because I'm going to be like, he's been doing this the whole time. <laughs> he was just hurt. <laughs> Cam Reddish is going to elevate the Hawks. Jamal year. Crawford tweeted that last night. He said Cam Reddish will be a superstar in this league. He can be. I think he will be. And that core, I hope Atlanta finds a way to keep it. Defines it. John Collins, Trey Young, and DeAndre Hunter, and Cam Reddish. Keep them four together. Kevin Hunter, man. You better throw my boy well, Kayvon in that guy. Kayvon. Don't we'll speak on Kayvon, We'll man. see when the contract. Kayvon was the most productive, he was. consistent player I for the Hawks. He, he was the most fun. consistent he did have for fun. the entire season. There's, there, we're looking at guys who Trey had a hideous slump for like three weeks at the beginning of the season. Kayvon might have had a bad game here and there. Red Velvet. That Red boy, Velvet. that boy, smoothed and more. He, and he, he was probably our best defender for the entire year, except for the last two games because Cam that boy Cam Reddish came and said, "Y'all must have forgot." Seven six. Seven six. That boy, that boy got. Uh, he different. He got he, some length on him. The Eastern Conference Finals was. Was fun to watch and it was painful. And I love that about sports. I love that about competition. You know what I'm saying? You can root for somebody and they don't win. It hurts. I'm waiting for that faithful moment though when my Atlanta teams bring us the chip. 
any ch- you know I, I, I'm, I still ride the coattails of the Atlanta United and I don't know nobody <laughs> who was on that team but it's a championship for the city <laughs> here's what I'll say they Martinez def- they definitely progressed faster in the time frame that I gave them I gave them five years this is year one we already went six games in Eastern Conference Finals is it, is, it, is it five years? You, you were saying I five give, years from... I gave it a five-year span. I said in five years... Like last, I, yeah, yeah, I said in the beginning, before the season started, I said starting this year, I gave the Hawks a five-year span to make the finals. This is year one that we just complete. We're in the Eastern Conference Finals and we went six games. Man. We, we, we'll we see the Two finals. games away. We'll see the finals in the next couple years. Look, shout out to the Hawks, man. Y'all beat my Knicks. And we beat them, them Philly boys. Yeah, y'all beat Philly. Y'all got a bunch of dogs on y'all team, man. I yeah. love it. The, the way they ended the game, city. the way they ended the game was they were down 20. 20. Didn't and I was up. like, and nobody that's, that's the only thing I hate about dogs. It's like when we're in dire need, man, we play some amazing defense, amazing basketball. That's youth. But when the game is back and forth, you know, it's right. a 2.4 to 6-point spread, we want to be lackadaisical. I'm like, no, put I don't ever think that. it's lackadaisical, though. I think that's what happens when you play good teams. No, we was we've been we've been we could play we could play better. This is another example. This is an, this is an example of how Golden State poisoned us on what basketball looks like. Because mm-hmm. when you when you go back to the nineties and you watch those series, Jordan wasn't waxing nobody. Nope, he was beating good teams, yeah. and it was game winners. It was the last thirty five seconds of a game right. where he had to be clutch and he had to you know make the pass, mm-hmm. make the shot. Right. That's what happens when good teams face each other. You don't see fifteen ten point blowouts. You see teams fight to the very end, mm-hmm. and somebody grabs the brass right. in that last thirty seconds or that last minute. Right. That's what happens with good teams, right. and that should be we should see that and be like, damn, that was a good game. the NBA is gaining more parity. Right, more teams are playing well in the NBA because we we beat the seventy sixers. We didn't beat them in any game by more than six points, I think right. it was. Correct. A, a yeah, few of yeah. them were like three. I know three. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like we, every a game. Lot of the games we won, we won, we won the last two. Hard-fought yeah. battles. Mm-hmm. And that's that's supposed to be the joy. I don't want to go to the playoffs and watch the Warriors beat Portland by 15 in five games. That's fact. That's not. Yeah, that's not. I'm. I'm supposed to believe that the other team, whether it be the the Trailblazers or whether it be the Nuggets, whoever it is, is a good playoff team, right. and they're fighting. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather watch a series that went to five and every game was won by three, four points, than watch a series that was a sweep and everybody they won every game by 15. Like, where's the where's the competition in that? Right. You know what I'm saying? But let's take that to to what's the conference finals? Oh, of course. And your boy Chris Paul, the point guard, finally my favorite point guard of all time. Finally made it out of the Western Conference Finals, and he is going to he's the going NBA to the Finals. finals Salute, Devin Booker, my favorite young star in the man. Woo, this finals about to be good, man. I'm, you know, I was happy regardless because I really wanted the Hawks versus the Suns in the finals. Which but I been, said regardless, I said as long as one of them make it, I'm happy because I wanted the Hawks because they're my team, but I also wanted the Suns because Chris Paul is my favorite point guard of all time. And Devin Booker is I'm your a boy. big Chris Paul fan, and Devin Booker is my favorite young player in the league right now, and I've been raving about Devin Booker all shoot all basketball season. Really. Yeah, so I'm happy for them. And Devin Booker, I'll tell y'all this. If he tops this off, this is going to be one of the best first playoff debut runs oh, yeah. in history. Oh, yeah. Not easy. Trae going to be second to, after we, him. We, but. We, we, we might have to go back because, you know, Magic won one as a rookie, too. Oh yeah, yo, Magic Magic's run was absurd. So, so that's what I said. But it's gonna, it's, it's not. It's gonna, it's, we, we have to look back, but it'll definitely be one of the top ones as a first playoff run. Whew. Man, Whew. but that series is not Devin Booker. I gotta give it to the surrounding uh, surrounding cast. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton. Hey, his stock number one pick, two thousand eighteen. Talk to them, my boy. He's a max player now. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I don't no, know. no, he's I a max player now. <laughs> I feel like when there are when there's this one specific hole in your game, your game is dependent on the guards around you. I can't. I don't comfortably feel like giving out that max lead. What, what What do you not like about his game? He can't create his own shot. I don't think. Because let me. Remind you can you, put him in the post and tell him to get you a bucket. Let me remind you. Do you know what DeAndre Ayton numbers was before Chris Paul? Yes. Okay. Do you know what his numbers are after? Chris I know. Paul? I, I listen. I follow. All of the top five players. He didn't, from the he didn't fall off a cliff now. He didn't fall off. That's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm saying is his numbers got the same thing with John Collins, right? John Collins' numbers got better when Trey Young got there because Trey Young was like, oh, you're athletic. You can jump. I'm going to give you an extra six buckets at the rim every night. Your point total is going to go from eight points a night to 20 because you're getting six lobs a night. His, and when you just look at the raw numbers, oh, he's averaging 20 and 10. He's a good player. But you take away Trey Young, he's an okay player because he can't do so much without somebody feeding him in that type of way. DeAndre Ayton, I don't think you could pay somebody a whole lot of money. He's going to get paid, bro. He's going to get paid. I'm, I just don't think the max is what they should be looking at. He no. should get paid a lot of money because he's young and he's a great big and he's probably going to get better. Man, I say this. If he goes see Hakeem this offseason. Man, send everybody to Hakeem. Boy. Man, If DeAndre everybody. Ayton see Hakeem this offseason, I feel sorry for the league. Yeah, that, 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 that'll be. I feel sorry. He might him. need two summers with him, but. No, did one solid good eight weeks. Man, listen. Eight weeks. Because if, if he if he get boy. a little the footwork. Oh, my that's God. The, that's the main thing. Because <laughs> re- you can tell he already got that 15 to 12 jumper knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. He's handled him. If he can get the little he got the size, shape, mm-hmm. he got the strength, man, man. He, if he he just needs he some moves. He got the defense, yeah. yeah. He definitely got some lobs. Yep. But the biggest question I think we got to ask is: I know one of the players was injured, but is it time? Oh, Kawhi. Yes, Mister Ha Ha Ha. Kawhi, funny man, the funny guy. He's hilarious. What do we look at the Clippers? Do we run it back one more time, or do we start saying, "Yo"? You guys are not living up to the hype that you guys had two years ago. Nah, definitely running back. You running back? Running back. They got they got to the what Western Conference Finals. Six games. Six games without without Kawhi. Without Kawhi. Do you throw that away because Kawhi? You not know, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Phil, I mean, you, you, the series isn't the same if Kawhi is healthy for six. I'm games. not saying you throw it away, but do you start? Maybe because here's my thing. I'm looking at it from its totality. Yes, they won six games with Phoenix, but they struggled. They struggled against Dallas. That was the first series, yeah. And they struggled against yeah, Utah I, in the second. Struggle? Yes, they did. Seven games, both series. That's Did they, go going back to what I said earlier, or did they play a good team? Okay. But for what the Clippers was. For what we, ago, we want to project the Clippers to be. Fine, well. if you want to put a projection. Mm-hmm. We have to start saying maybe they... They're a good team. I'm not going to take that away from them. Okay. But maybe they're not as dominant or as elite as we all thought they were going to be. How do we make that? them more elite? By getting rid of one of the best players on the team? No. No, no, no. You got to give them a center. You got to start looking. No. Exactly. You got to start looking at what the real problems is, right? As good as, as the Clippers are, but you gotta, they, just, they just now they went, went to six. Maybe in the last ten games, finally got a point guard. Mm-hmm. I agree. Reggie Jackson they going ju- to be paid. And he's been on the team the whole year. Mm-hmm. And they just got a point guard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson didn't play like this against against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Now, you, if he was getting those minutes, because he was coming off the bench. Yep. If he's getting those minutes starting and playing the way he's playing right. against Dallas, is it a struggle? Nope. They probably they probably win that series, I'm going to say, maybe six. And then that, that change, they, they win that series 4-2. We're not even questioning because we don't have that default. But, you know, that's that's all hearsay. You know what I'm saying? Right. We can't go back and change it or whatever like that. But I'm just saying, let's look at the growth of what the Clippers have done throughout this Western Conference Finals, a run that they've been on. And if Kawhi wants to stay, I say, all right, we keep you. We Definitely try to keep Kawhi. We fortify. And then but Serge Ibaka will be back. I'm not too sold on Serge. Serge, you, you just need the size and the length. Because what did what did you what did you just say they needed? They need a, a big man. And Serge Ibaka is a big man who can who can rebound, who can still protect the rim, he can, and he can mm, knock down threes. I don't know about protect the rim. He's not the same from OKC now. That, he, he, he don't got to be. He don't got to be a lead blocker. He, he just got to be there. You know what I'm saying? Because like, Brooke, Brooke Lopez isn't an elite, but he did what he had to do. Yeah. He showed up when he needed to show up. Right. I have a question. If Dame is a... Possibility for PG. Do you make that trade? If Dame is a possibility, and you, you what are you doing? You're, you're putting Dame for PG straight up. PG go to Portland. Dame comes to Clippers. Oh, I, I mean, don't know if, if that works with the way Kawhi played. So now you're saying you want PG to run beside Reggie? Reggie? No, no, he wants PG would be in Portland. He'd be running beside CJ. No, 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 Dame. Dame. You mean oh. Dame? No, no, Reggie. Reggie going. Reggie's not gonna be on the Clippers next year. I think he's gonna get paid somewhere else. To be honest with you, I don't think he's gonna be on the Clippers next year. I don't know, man. I think he, he cried. 
He cried at that conference. Yeah. Yeah. He they, loved them guys. Cause, no, yeah, because they saved his career, so now he can go get paid. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I don't crazy. think that's why he, why he was crying. <laughs> I think he was crying because yeah, he, he was dealing he, with a lot. He, he didn't, I mean, yeah, he didn't no, believe this was for him. Really, he, yeah. he started he started to not believe that right. basketball was something that he was he was good at, and this organization, this team, this coach mm-hmm. took him to a place where he was like, "No, nah, I'm a hooper. I play basketball. Okay. I do this." I don't think he's gonna be. I, I honestly think that a lot of basketball players, like I'm looking at John Collins. John Collins, people are worried about him talking about the max, and I don't think he's gonna take the max. I think he wants to stay in Atlanta. I think that's smart, and I agree with that. Right? On that I, note, I, I would see. I could see Reggie doing the same thing. I don't think. But so. if 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 that trade is available, you have to take it because Damon Kawhi is a little bit more potent of a one-two punch. Thank you. Right, but you yeah. got to trade Reggie. Because Reggie's playing so well, you can sign and trade him, let him get paid, and go get some and pieces. Get a piece. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. This I'm not saying blow it up. Don't mm-hmm. blow up the Clippers. Run it back next year. Do you do you keep Kawhi though? Because he's the one that with the injury problems, and he's always low managing, which is so weird to me. You sitting no all no the time. that just means his his problem is is for real. Mm-hmm. It's it's not gonna go away. He's gonna retire with a problem, and he's probably, unfortunately, and I hate to say this, but he's probably not gonna be able to run around with his kids in a couple of years. So again, you run it back for one more year, maybe see what happens. You definitely run it back. Run it back. Right. But if you can make that trade this season, look, hey, man. come on, bring that Dame time here. They missing something light too. They don't even need, and that's what they I'm need saying. Something like a Dwight Howard. You I look at teams. They don't always need to make a big splash. Nope. They just need a little, a little fine tune. Bink, right there. Pace. A little fine tune. They biggest weakness, in my opinion, they center. Biggest. That boy Zubak. Zubak. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they got, right? He wasn't giving Zubak really. and what's yeah. it? Bo, Bo uh, whatever his name is. The big 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah, no, they, that's Dallas. That's Dallas, my bad. They wasn't, I love that guy. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's slow as hell. Slow as hell. Yeah, I see him. I see him playing the the pre Olympic games. He was balling on them boys. <laughs> he was shutting them down. He was really? doing no look passes. Look at Bojan. So we'll see in all season. Hopefully the Clippers go get their center, but I wouldn't necessarily close the phone lines for PG. I would listen to some offers. No, I'm not yeah, saying trade right. them away. You're right, but definitely listen to offers because a little tweaking could be the difference. And maybe run it back one one more time for next year. But on Listen, that note, proud of these teams. Let's go on a break and we'll come back. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at S-N-K-R underscore broker. That is at S-N-K-R underscore broker to find out more. All right, Cash Crew, we are back from break. Let's go ahead and dive into a big segment of the NBA playoffs. I think a lot of people was disheartened from the injuries. A lot of big names. Um, I don't think I've ever... During my lifetime, seeing so many injuries transpire in the playoffs like this year. I mean, you had Kevin Durant, you had Anthony Davis, you had Jalen Brown, you had Trey Young. Um, even Joel Embiid was playing injured at some point. Do we really consider him? Who? Joel Embiid, He's who averaged 30 points, 13 still points, played, hey. three blocks. <laughs> still played injured, my man. Two steals, All right. four assists. Still played injured. Was he injured, really? His numbers went up. From the regular season. I mean, but a lot of the workload was still on him because they, his cold start, Big Ben. They had nothing to do with it. <laughs> decided not to score, so you had to right. make up for it. But, I mean, this year, you know, we had a lot of stars go down with injury, which obviously shifted the playoffs this year. A modicum shift. I wouldn't say modicum. It was a big shift because if there was no injuries, I still think Brooklyn probably beats Milwaukee. I mean, that's true. Well, for one thing, right? There's always injuries. We've seen Kyrie hurt in the playoffs a few times. Right. So quite a few. You know, there's there's almost there's almost more of a guarantee that he'll end up being hurt in the playoffs than there is a guarantee that he'll be healthy at this point. I think he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> I mean, no. He'll always have an excuse to why he didn't win without LeBron. Right. So I guess that's fair. <laughs> but AD has been battling injuries for what seems like his entire career. This this is the thing that I don't want to get lost, right, in the idea of how people view these injuries for this season. A lot of the injuries were 
injuries that happen because people are playing basketball, not injuries that happen because people are playing too much basketball. Mm-hmm. So, dude, would you say there was not enough rest between last year's bubble and this year's season? No, that's not what I would say. No, I, mean, I know that's not what you're saying. I said, would you say that could have been a cause? I think the reason why we saw injuries the way that we saw throughout the season and in the playoffs is because they some teams didn't have a rest, which is really just the Lakers and Miami because they were no, in the bubble longer. Denver, Denver played a, a deep playoff run. They, I mean, but they was home before October ended. So they had they had at least two more weeks of rest. With the, the, but l- let me finish. So I think a part of that has something to do with it. I'd give it twenty three percent. The okay. rest to me would be the fact that these guys had maybe two three day breaks of play for the entire season. They played seventy two games yeah. in four and a half months. Yeah. The regular season is eighty two games in six months. Right. The condensation <laughs> of the schedule was absurd. It just it, it was you didn't give guys time to go home and take a nap and chill and do nothing. Nope. It was literally, hey y'all done playing? Hop on this private. Right. Y'all practice or, yeah. or walk through or you know mm-hmm. something. Go sleep in this hotel. Right. Come back tomorrow. Do it again. Go to play. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they went home. And they even had a couple of back-to-backs yeah. in the midst of that mayhem, bro. Yeah. More than a couple. Like, guys did not get time to rest throughout the season. Let's look at the, the conference finals just now, right? The playoff format is 2-2-1-1-1, two, two, one, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Usually. Usually. What they do is two games in one city. You get two days off. Mm-hmm. Two games in another city. You get two days off, then the one 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 is back to back. These guys just played the conference finals. No, no, it's not back to back. It's two days at break. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But between, but when you travel between cities, you get two days break. Okay, yeah, right, right. So the first two games, there's a break. The, the the second two games, then when you go back to the other city, there's another break there. But those last three games, it's one back, day. Yeah, yeah. it's back to back because yeah. you're going back and forth anyway. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying. But the conference finals, we just watched them. In every eight day. days, <laughs> they played every other day. For real, yeah. every game was every other day. They had no breaks in between, yeah. and it, I, I know they're not going to do that for the finals. But not only did guys just have that for the conference finals, but, the, the, but they was doing that the whole season. season. Yeah. But the finals schedule is—I mean—they're going to keep the format of I believe two two, two one 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 two two one one yeah. one. But the breaks are not going to be as stretched out because you know usually in the finals. You get that. There's a period where there's like a three-day break. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, a, there's a weird one. I think they have a three-day break between the first city and then in the middle of the, of the second city, which is weird. But then after that, everything is 1-1-1. One, one, one. But they have to speed it up. Draft because is of, coming. I, I get I get And all they want to start the next season. But the time what up. we're seeing, though, this is, is gonna be a low rush. that is resulting in stress in a lot of these. A lot of these, like Trae Young's injury. That had nothing to do with freak. him playing. It was freak. Giannis's injury, freak. freak. Kyrie's injury because he always it always happens to him. Freak. Right. A lot of these guys' injuries happen because they play basketball. Right. But Jamal Murray, that's an accident that happened because his body was tired and he was saying, "I got to keep pushing." Right. And his body said, "You thought." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. Ad's just he's a big man. He's right. dealing with a lot. He's got a lot of length, a lot of size, a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? Joel and B, I think his. Is a part a more so his is more so 50 50 because he's a big guy, yeah. So, you but on top of that, he was playing a lot, he gotta yeah. get conditioned. And that's the crazy thing, he was in the best condition of his career at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But, but Joel Embiid, this is what I, Joel, this is what I heard Joel Embiid, he likes to fall. That guy likes that's to fall a fact. way too damn much for a big man. And that he, man always on the floor, he's always I and I because I was a Joel Embiid fan before. I'm not as much now. I mean, he's a basketball player who's talented. I'll give him that. But I'm not a Joel Embiid fan no more because the way I watched him play against the Hawks, the Hawks and dive and into Collins, John Collins' knees over and over so and over trash. again, I, I was, was sick of that. Like I was I like, "Yo, was dude!" And then and then I'm looking at I'm looking at Joel Embiid like, "You literally have a a knee issue right now. Right. Why are you not trying to avoid other people's knees? Right. You're literally just collapsing." I've seen this man go into John Collins' knees at least four times. And for me, that's just way too much, especially for somebody who's got knee problems. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't add up. So 
His problem is he likes to fall. He likes to sell things. Mm-hmm. And a byproduct of that is him developing a small meniscus tear. Because of the small meniscus tear, he couldn't do cardio work. So he ended up gaining weight and it made life harder for him. And he got out of the healthy shape that he was in before. And it cost you. It's definitely. And that didn't even cost him. Ben Simmons cost him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ben Simmons cost him a lot. Ben Simmons averaged, what, 14 points for the season? You know what he averaged for the playoffs? Six. <laughs> what? <laughs> it don't make no sense. Yeah. And it affected his game entirely because all he could do was play defense. He was he, he was not trying to get the rebound because he didn't want to touch the ball and get fouled. Yeah. So his rebound numbers were down. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was utterly useless on offense. Like... Gosh, but the injuries, like I said, I think the injuries had more to do with scheduling than it did that break. Because a lot of teams got a lot of break in comparison to teams that were in the conference finals. But again, it's how to break. And that's the thing people have to realize. I understand they had to break, but it's how the break happened. When your body is used to a certain regimen or certain schedule, anything that gets off of it, your body gets affected. The NBA literally said no practice, no nothing for four months. What, a month and a half before the playoffs start last year? Think about that. So the elite guys, the KDs, the LeBrons, the Hardens, the 80s of the world, they're now getting their bodies cut. All right, I got about six weeks before the playoffs start, right? So now the workout's getting more intense. You know, the stretches. That boy Jokic came back in shape. Then the NBA said, all right, go on break for four months. Your body's like, what the hell just happened? Right. And then now that, after you come back from that four-month break, you're not only rusty, you're probably out of shape. Come to the bubble, play eight games, quote-unquote, and then get ready for the playoffs. Right. Playoff basketball. So now you have, you, it's literally you're going from cold mm-hmm. to playing at a high, intense level. Right. So Your body is I, going my to, argument with that is 22 teams made the bubble, right? It doesn't matter. No, listen to the, 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 okay. the argument. Ahead. Yes. The argument is 22 teams made the bubble. Correct. Uh, six of those teams left. When the playoffs started, because only 16 teams made the playoffs. Correct. Right? So, out of the first round, another eight teams went home. Okay. Those guys, those guys there, majority of them got a four-month break before the regular season started again. COVID protocol. You couldn't practice with your team. You couldn't work. Uh, again, again, but that's 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 a part of the game that we're understanding, right? Like, guys, I feel like we're trying to avoid accountability. And, and here's another thing, too. The season really never finished. Remember, it just stopped. No, no I, I know that. I know so that. So that matters, too. So a lot of teams, a.k.a. like the Hawks, we never really got a chance to, okay, build upon something for next year. You see what I'm saying? Like some teams do. Like, all right, you know, yeah, we're not going to make the playoffs, but these next... The Hawks just made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, so I don't think that affected them too bad. Well, we're not, you know, we're a different case because, but yeah, actually, no, Shout out I know we're actually a perfect case because look how we started this year versus the second half of the season. We started this year very slow. That's because very of coaching. Hard. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, that that, that didn't have anything to do because actually we started the season off really well. We started off the season like mm, nine and seven. That's not and, well. That's well for two a games team over that was 500? two games over five hundred for a team that didn't even make the bubble. And one of those wins came against the insurmountable Brooklyn Nets. I guess that we had we had a pretty good start. I then mean, that's the what the team twenty games this season when most teams are not even mentally all the way. There. I see. I see. I see. You just trying to make up excuses. That's not to, excuses. Most, it it most, is. Most contenders are not taking the first twenty games of the season series. But a lot of those contenders that you would would say are contenders were at least two games over five hundred. That's fine. Exactly. <laughs> so what are we saying? They didn't take it serious, but they were still winning. They're contenders. They're going to win some games, bro. <laughs> right. You know, they're not going to stink it up. They're not going to play great because they're not. They know it's not playoff basketball yet, but they're going to win some games. Come on, they're a contender. They're expected to win at least some games. So the bad team that was playing almost as good as the good teams, it don't make a difference. It's two different things. I. It's two. I'm saying I'm I'm agreeing with you that it's two different things. What I'm saying is I don't think. It matters as much. Again, I don't think the break mattered more so than does. the condensed schedule. The condensed schedule. No, the schedule definitely play mm-hmm. a big factor for because sure. Because the, the way the body works, right, your muscles break down, they need time to heal. There was no back up. There's yeah. no time for them to heal when you got to play a game on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. 
That's a fact. And maybe that Sunday. And travel. <laughs> and, like, and, and travel. That, that's, that's the other biggest thing. Correct. Like, granted, I know the NBA did a pretty good job of trying to, like, get teams to, like, if you're playing in Brooklyn, you just stay in Brooklyn, you play them twice. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. And then you, they, hit, you hit the neighboring team. Yeah, like they the try to do that, Philly. which is okay. But guys were... Exhausted, yeah. Guys were exhausted. And they were... There's a difference between going home and sleeping in your bed. Right. Seeing your family. You know what I'm saying? There's a mental exhaustion that takes a part of that because you're away from your family now for a week. Mm-hmm. Because you got to... You know what I'm saying? And the, the NBA tries to do a good job of... You got like one road trip where it's like, yo, you're going to go play these eight teams on the other side <laughs> of the Mississippi and then you don't got to worry about doing that for the rest of the year. They, they're pretty good about yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This this year, they were good about doing that this year, but... And, and you got to understand that protocol... That, pro, that protocol changed that a lot. protocol was very strict. You couldn't leave your hotel. Right? You couldn't go out to dinner. Man. So, you know, that can be... Because, you know, a lot of that, guys... That, that's part of the mental. Their, yeah, they got their favorite... You know, especially the vets. They got mm-hmm. their special restaurants that mm-hmm. they like to go in every city. Lemon pepper loop. <laughs> so now you probably got to eat hotel food or you have to have your food delivered in and then that food got to get checked. Right. Yeah. So it's it was a lot, but... I agree. I agree. The schedule definitely play a big that's part. That's that to, to me. That's the hugest part because anybody who who works out knows you're not working out every day. Nope. You take two days a day uh, at least. At least a day. But two days you recover. You take your weekends off. You gonna do you know four days in the middle of the Stretch, week. You yeah. take the weekends off. You relax. You let them lactic acids goddamn do what they gotta do to the muscles, and you recover. You need time to recover. Guys didn't have time to recover, and they went right back out there and played 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. This. Playoffs probably like well, it, it was good and bad because it, it definitely gave us a spin on the results. Obviously, we have the Suns and the Bucks and the basketball finals. going basketball is what I learned. But this definitely shifted the whole playoffs we never seen before, right? From top to bottom. And um, I, th- I think again, I think it's a good. I think it was. I'm not saying a good thing for the injuries. I think it's a good thing. For the league, because you had guys in positions that they weren't expected to be in, That's but they fact. still had to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like Lou Williams said this maybe three nights ago. He said we're basketball players too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They said Giannis and Trey was hurt. Well, Atlanta's not expected to win. Lou said, "No, we're, we're basketball players. Right. This is this is our job." And we showed them Game Four. Exactly. And he said it before that game. Like people, people will be like count basketball players out, but you still have to show up. Right. You still have to do your job. You still have to defend, and you still have to score. So That's what I agree. And a lot of these guys, I, I think one of the biggest lessons, and Phoenix is still on the rise. Congratulations to them again. But a lot of lessons learned from some of these guys was, man, the playoffs is long, and they're hard, and mm-hmm. you have to be physically ready for them. Yep. If anything, LeBron's regimen finally came to flourishing. All these years... Excluding this year, obviously, mm-hmm. of not being injured, mm-hmm. and even his injury that wasn't his fault. Somebody fell at. Yeah, um, yeah. I think a lot of guys gonna have to start looking at that. If you want a long career in the NBA, you might have to work on your body. You gotta yeah. work on your body. Small cost. Yeah, and it's going to cost. You gotta so, eat right. A lot of guys, you might have to start looking at the LeBron blueprint. Get the trainer. Get the chef. Mm-hmm. Get, get the, the schedule. Get the schedule because the way it is, I, that's the only way you're gonna make it. Yeah, right. That's only, the game is much well. I want to say physical, but the guys are more athletic. Yeah. The game is a little bit faster. The competition is much more elevated it's ele- when you get to the playoffs. Exactly, and you so, can't go into the playoffs playing regular season basketball. Nope. You, you. I always say people say regular season don't matter. Regular season Ooh. builds you mm-hmm. yeah, builds to you. the to the playoffs. Right. right, you create habits. You learn things on on that that track, and then when you get to the playoffs, it's like all right, cool. Right. I don't. I don't went from the from the uh, the three court to the one, and when the big boys play over here, so let's go. You got what you got. You got to build up, and these guys physically. A lot of these young guys. We saw a lot of young faces in the playoffs this year, which was great. I think that was good for the NBA. Great for the NBA. We got to see a, a taste of what the NBA is going to look like in the next decade. It was a great teaser. We got to see a lot of beautiful in in what Luca was doing. Trey. Trey. Devin ja. Booker. Mr. Morant, but but the cookbook, cookbook, <laughs> like Vlad would say, which is actually a good point because we're gonna go right into that segment. NBA Finals. Mm. We have two teams that's here to make history: Milwaukee Bucks to win their first championship in the, since 1979, 1978, 76, I believe. So, Ooh. so over 40, 50 years. Yes, 
So I believe the last time they won it, it was the ABA. Mm-hmm. And the Phoenix Suns looking to get their first ever championship along with their two co-stars, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, looking for their first championship. Wow. Devin Booker is still on his playoff debut run right now. Mm-hmm. And then let's then I sleep then I sleep on the number one draft pick 2018. Eight. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. So Doing. there's a lot at stake on this finals. I think it's gonna be very competitive. If Giannis does not come back. I I, I was just about <laughs> to say I hate the idea that Giannis is gonna get killed if, if he, he doesn't win. Yeah. Because if he wins, people oh, are gonna man. kill him and say, Well, we expect you to do this again. Right. But isn't the same idea should be win next year. But if he if he loses, oh he can't win. Let's throw it away. Yeah. I, I hate that. That is the premise already. And shout out to Eddie. I hate those types of narratives. <laughs> I think those things ruin basketball as an art. I'm on my Kyrie. <laughs> I'm on my Kyrie right now. And I, I hate that. Because the game is beautiful and it's difficult. And we gotta learn to appreciate the intricacies of, of that. And we don't because we say things like that. But Yo, Giannis is gonna lose. <laughs> he is going. Throw that out there. He's gonna I'm, lose. I'm definitely going for the that, that leg is not. Yeah, I don't think he's ready. That was a free accident as well. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't need to come back. He doesn't. Oh my! In all honesty, he I'm doesn't need to come back. Fearful. Yeah. And they might. They gonna force him. They are gonna force him. I think we we'll all agree. They might play better. See, it's, it's narratives are trash. They are. Let's let's say right, and I don't think this is gonna happen. But let's say they win without. They win without him. Oh, what man. are people going to say about him? Storyline is going to be ugly. Oh my gosh! People are going to trash that man, even though for the most part he carried them to where they are now. Even though people were talking about, oh, he's missing free throws, air balls, he's trash. He averaged thirty and twelve. He was giving you Joel and B numbers, yeah. and he was playing pretty that's good tough. defense. That's a tough one because some games in that Brooklyn series, if it was not for Chris Moulton, that's not, that's not that's not what I'm saying. Though. What I'm saying is. They still largely rode the coattails of Giannis to get to this place. But if he's not there present in the finals where that's where it matters? Because that's... that's See, again, that's not where it matters. The whole season from game one to whatever you end your playoff run matters. You must be present in the finals. So if he can't play, if he can't play... Well, damn. uh, He can't be present. Well, damn. I mean, play, not play, Suns and six. (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> because we already know that they're likely not going to win. But God forbid they do win. They're not let me not waste my <laughs> on that. But let's say some miracle happens and they win. Chris Middleton is the MVP. Oh <laughs> hell, damn! It's it's not going to only be bad for Giannis. It's going to be bad for the league because what the league is trying to do is trying to interject the new king to the throne. Right. You know. Oh no, no, no. you can still do that. No, you cannot. It's hard to do. You cannot do that. LeBron James was trying to be introduced and he got swept by the Spurs. Guess what? Did he still not end up becoming the king? He was the king before he came into the league, It's it's different, though. When he got got swept by the Spurs, that was LeBron is coming. That's why Tim Duncan said. So you don't think if Devin Booker loses, Devin Booker is coming? Because I know as no, a Hawks fan, no, you believe no, Trey no, Young is coming. No, let me tell you why mm-hmm. we're not going to say Devin Booker is coming. Because there's a lot of people that didn't predict the Suns to be where they at. Nobody put expectations on the Suns. People are putting expectations on Milwaukee and Giannis. There's a difference. Nobody was out here saying Devin Booker. Bro, Devin Booker was getting snubbed for All-Stars. I, I respect that. I, I, Giannis not getting snubbed. Let me let me throw this at you real quick. Devin right? Booker is not a two-time MVP. You said, you said uh, that Giannis or people are putting expectations on them, right? Yes. At the beginning of the season, who did people think was coming out the East? A lot of people thought Brooklyn or Milwaukee or Philly. It was those three. Okay. So, As a matter of fact, it was Milwaukee before they got James Harden. Mm-hmm. I honestly want to say it was Brooklyn the whole year. No. And it was, it was, it was Brooklyn was in the talks, real, real quick, but when real James quick, Harden I watched an excessive amount of ESPN. I apologize, Mr. ESPN. <laughs> but I watched an excessive amount of ESPN, and I heard Max, Steven, Kellerman. Goody, everybody said... I don't think nobody can beat this Brooklyn team. And when they got Holiday, they said, I know nobody. I mean, not Holiday, but when they got uh, Harden, Harden yeah, yeah. I know nobody can beat this Brooklyn team. You know what I'm saying? Well, it was already, it was already, I wish you could pull it up, but if you look at the Vegas numbers, they were already number one in the East before they even played together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, that's why I always feel like the narratives <laughs> are so they're biased and hypocritical because they'll say, yo, Giannis, you got to win this year to prove it. At the same time, they'll say, 
KD, you need to win this year and prove it. Kyrie, you need to show us you can win right. without. Joel Embiid, you're the greatest center in the league. You need to show. Everybody can't win every year. But right. that, here's the funny thing. What's the thing for Devin? Nobody had one. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not discussing The biggest thing part. for Devin, he, sur- he surpassed it. The biggest knock on Devin was he never made the playoffs. He said, all right, not only I'm going to make the playoffs. He might win the finals. finals. He might so win the finals. So the expectation that people put on him, he said, huh, I took the rule. I almost, I almost want Devin Booker. Almost. He's going to win MVP. I don't he's know. He's going to win finals MVP. You know, they he's just going gave. to win the finals. And he's going to Team USA to win a gold medal. This is going to be Devin Booker's best This year might be a great year. Of his career. And niggas are going to say that he was better than Jordan. That's crazy. <laughs> no, somebody gonna say. Somebody's it. gonna say it. That's crazy. Somebody's, somebody's gonna, gonna say it. Now he might. Now I'll say this: he has the best playoff debut than Jordan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Jordan dropped sixty three. Not, not, not better career. They, they said they, they said Jordan was Black Jesus in his first playoff debut. And whoa, <laughs> shit, Black Jesus. Devin, Devin Booker, Devin Booker in that last Devin series. Not out here looking like no Black Jesus. Bro. He's, he's looking, looking like a really he's good basketball player. Like, looking like a light skinned one. <laughs> Because that last he's, series, he's looking like a that, really that good four game sweep player. against Denver. You know what? And that's fortunate. They've gotten a lot of rest. Good rest. Because they played well and they managed everything well. They, they, Even with Chris they, Paul they, being hurt. Chris Paul arm probably gonna be back. Boy, he's gonna be in the slice. He's got leg. no shoulder problem no more. <laughs> right. Leg straight. He dropped forty one. He good. <laughs> oh yeah. Chris Paul did a little wiggle. He said, well, I see why Trey do that now. I see cool. I see it. Thing good. But let's go ahead and get our picks in. Who do we have for the finals? Man, I like being right. So, I got the Suns. And? I got the Suns. And? And five. Who's your finals MVP? CP3. Wow. Jay? Right, I got, um, I got, I'm not going to call it, I got um, variations, right? Mm-hmm. If Giannis comes back, okay. Suns in five. If Giannis comes back, if Giannis comes back, if Giannis plays Suns in four or five, wow, CP3, I don't know, it's a toss up between him and Book. It might be eight, I don't know, but yeah, it's a toss up for the MVP. If um, if Giannis doesn't play, Suns in four, five or six. Mm. I think they oh, play so better. Can, oh, so, so you saying Milwaukee gonna play better? I okay. think the matchup is better. I think they play better mm, without him in the lineup. That's just me. Giannis, Jay Carter's gonna smack. Bobby wow! <laughs> Can't wait to see it. Wow! It's so you're betting physical, against Giannis actually. I see what you're saying. He's good, but at the same time, he's low key holding the team see, back. It in. is okay. because it of because of his limitations. It is. I got yeah. you. Well. Giannis, yo not, no Giannis, brother Giannis, <laughs> Kusto Giannis, <Tanasis. laughs> all three brothers of the Giannis. I got the sons and six. <laughs> you can bring the whole country of Greece with you. The whole Atsukumpo, they neighbors. But I'm telling y'all, my boy Buck, he's ready. Cookbook. Cookbook. He's coming with the chef book. Mm-hmm. With all the epis. Oh my gosh. And sell. You feel Because he's going to throw a lot of salt on these boys. Um, I, I hope to see that, though. I, honestly, I'm conflicted when I say I think CP3 is going to win MVP. I say that because I believe they're going to look at the totality of what he does mm-hmm. for this series. Because he's going to get DeAndre Ayton going. He's going to help. He's going to he's gonna close a lot as well. Mm-hmm. I think he'll end up getting the MVP because of those things. Nah. But... I can see Devin Booker averaging number. Booker's going to win MVP, especially you know he's a franchise player. Um, Chris Paul is not going to be there long. I think Chris Paul might play one more year with Suns if that, and he's out. He looking for a three year deal, ninety million. Uh, good luck, but Devin I mean, Booker, if, if he helps them, because they owe him that. Yeah, if he, if yeah, he but helps he's also going to be thirty seven. I don't care. You owe him that. He, he just right. got you a chip. He got you a chip. Your first chip ever, ever. ever. Yo. Yo, val- yo, yo, value is gonna go up by nine more than ninety million. Yeah, you, you, see. you yeah. owe me. Yeah, see. the Fe- the Phoenix, the Phoenix children that are <laughs> seven to ten years old now, they're gonna witness a championship and they're gonna forever believe in Phoenix. Right, that's all it takes. Because I'm an Atlanta well, fan well, and book, I've never book, seen a championship, book might, but I still forever book believe. Book might in deliver them another one. Just one. More I mean, he might, he might, he might, it might be a six year gap. That's fine. Like you know, way book is only twenty four. Yeah, a lot. Bro, that's the same thing. I said, y'all got six years before you turn 30. Y'all got six years of hell to go through with. Yeah, I don't ten. know. Y'all got, got 10 years Chris of Paul. 
Man. If they, if they lose Chris Paul. They they got to sign. Of course, they're going to have to sign. Yeah, no, I mean, somebody. they're going to sign somebody else, but Booker. Well, they, they might elevate the, the, the kid, Cam. Cam Payne. He's not a pro- uh, nah, I don't think so. In a year or two, you might get a big contract somewhere else. I'd be preparing to sign him to a big contract. Exactly. He's been playing great. See what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, I got the Suns in six. Devin Booker has my MVP. That is my finals prediction. I think it's going to be a great series. I hope Giannis comes because I would like to see Giannis lose on the big stage. Damn, um, bro. No. So, I can give him motivation to work on his game. You don't think season. he got motivation now? No. You don't get motivation until you lose. He's been losing. No, no, no. You, yeah, but when you lose on the bench, you didn't play. You have that. Ah, uh, well, I wasn't there. When you was on the court and know. you got your behind whooped, it's different. When Booker is splashing them threes in your face, it's different. But on that note, thanks for tuning in with us on another week's episode. Be sure to tap in with us on our social media, sports underscore cash underscore. And also join us this Monday on Clubhouse. We have... A great topic with you guys. We're going to be talking about round three of the playoffs along with the NBA Finals. Mm. So be sure to check in with us on Clubhouse this Monday at 7 p.m. If you're not on Clubhouse, slide in those DMs so we can add you to the Clubhouse room. And if you are on Clubhouse, go ahead. Become a member to our Clubhouse room in Clubhouse called Sports Cash so you can be up to date on all the topics we talk about. On that note, I appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next week. Deuces. Peace. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at sports cash podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.